The programme which follows is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. You're listening to Very Loose Women. What you gonna do with all that junk, all that junk inside your trunk? I'ma get, 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 get you drunk, get you love drunk off my hump, my hump, my hump. So that was uh, My Humps by the Black Eyed Peas. I was always very confused by this song because I wasn't sure which humps they were referring to. And I did a, quite a graspy motion with my hand when I said the word humps. Apologies <laughs> in the studio for that. Um, but yeah, I wasn't sure. But which humps? Who knows? Bum humps? <laughs> that is true. Could be any kind of humps. We've got oh, lots of lumps. Depends. Yeah, it depends on the person, doesn't it? Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't even have to be female humps. Really? That's true. Camel humps also. Lots of, humps, <laughs> lots of options. But um, yeah, so welcome to Various Women live, I should say, in, on Resonance 104.4 FM, live in the studio. Um, today we're going to talk about tits, which is why we chose My Humps as our song to lead us in. Um, if anyone's ever done karaoke to My Humps, you realise it's quite a boring song. <laughs> That's what I found out when I got made to do it. Um, but yeah, we're also, we've also got a guest in the studio today. So we've got Ruth. We Ooh. invited her on because she has boobs. <laughs> and I'm honoured <laughs> to be here. And I'm Catherine. And I'm Emma. Um, and I thought today we might start off by talking about our favourite words for boobs, which already isn't that nice a word. Has anyone got any suggestions? I could think of more that I disliked than I liked. Okay, least favourite words for boobs, that's fine. Jugs, because of the um, visual. Oh, oh yeah, yeah it's not good. Nice. I sort of see it quite, quite saggy. Jugs is like a saggy word. Yeah, jugs for the milk. It's just unpleasant, isn't it? Like being like a cow. I like chebs. Yeah. What? I've never heard chebs, that Chebs, like get your chebs out. I, I've never heard that. Yeah, I've never heard that. Um, fun bags. <laughs> I quite like that. I like fun bags. Uh, bangers. I, I like bangers. Got one. Got classic, yeah. Popularized that one. <laughs> um, I think, you'd, Catherine, your dad had a particularly horrible one that you, you oh, were talking well, about. That's, I was saying that I really don't like the word tit for boobs because um, when, my, when my dad grew up in the 50s in Ireland, he said that um, what we would just call a dummy, people only really referred to as being a dummy tit. So like <laughs> what you would give to a baby. So for me, whenever someone says tit, I just think of this horrible expression, dummy tit. And the two, oh, it's just, I don't know. <laughs> anything to me that kind of like really links boobs to like their kind of... Their function. Like their function. I always, f- but also in a kind of weird sexual context, I find that kind of relationship Mixing babies odd. and sex is a yeah. really, really disgusting thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't advise yeah. that. The analogies. <laughs> like, I don't like that. So, yeah, I don't know. I think stick with breasts because it feels like a grown-up way. And maybe boobs, but mm. I think, you know, breasts, breasts is, is safe. Breasts is kind of clinical, also quite meaty, I think. I like breasts. It's quite essential. About, it's quite a sensual word. Yeah. Breasts. Well, I suppose breasts, like you have like chicken breasts. Exactly, is that's that what, what I'm thinking, thinking of. Yeah. yeah. So there's no, there's no <laughs> answers here. <laughs> no, we're just posing more questions. Are we saying bangers is the best one? I like I've never heard that. Um, nunga nungas. Also... Was that one you said? Buzzies? Yeah, my mum used to say buzzies and bajungas. <laughs> They're quite fun words, aren't they? They're all In quite what fun. context? Like um, having the chat. Well, actually, normally, I'm really sorry, mum, but normally when she was um, dancing around her kitchen like David Brent used to, you know, like, like that, that kind of thing. And she's like, grab her boobs and call them buzzies and bajungas at the same time. <laughs> 
um, just poor for a laugh, you know. <laughs> Shout out to your mum and her sorry, big mom. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> great. Okay. And does anyone have any gripes related to their boobs? Yeah, I've got some from listeners. Should oh, brilliant. Can you read them out? Yeah, okay. So, um, Rebecca says, I've often wondered why bra strap wires don't have a safety stopper thing on the end to prevent injury when they invariably break through the material at an inconvenient moment and stab you in the armpit. I've had a broken bra, so, yeah, they, they can be dangerous. Um, quite a lot of people actually mentioned disliking underwire bras and finding them really uncomfortable. So, Kate said bras with no underwire have changed my life um, and Lucy also agreed with that quite a few people said that they just hate a bra shopping generally because it's really depressing and stressful and expensive and it is very expensive yeah sometimes humiliating <laughs> overly intimate with a stranger um, you feel like you can't ask them to leave sometimes you're like do you mind if I stay in the room and that's like you don't want to seem like a prude so you're like sure is this, is this you mean when they come and fit you and yeah, yeah, yeah I quite like that in the cubicle when they watch you getting changed and putting on a new bra and you're just we'll like I don't want you to see when they tell you how to put it on like you don't know I don't know give you advice like you know just bend down and shake it <laughs> someone's actually said that run on me. the spot do a bit um, of running on the spot that's what my mum always says <laughs> like you're running check. on the spot just do a bit of running you know to check do a bit of running on the spot to check that's, the check yeah it, you know, that's good advice test it out um naomi said that um when some bras that you buy they only have partially ad- adjustable straps so you can't actually fully like alter the length of the strap all the way up and down and she said that because she's very short it's very difficult to find straps that fit so if you're very short you wouldn't think that that would affect your bra no I I actually don't believe that well (laughs) (laughs) just because it's your experience Emma doesn't mean that it's not true Naomi claims that being short makes it hard to maybe you could share you could share tips share bras as well yeah. Um, but yeah, actually, the fitting other. room, the bra fitting experience, like, what? how do you feel about that? Because I always find it, like, quite stressful finding out what bra size I really am. You know when you've been lying to yourself and I'm like, oh, I'm just a D, guys, it's fine. And then they're trying it and they're like, maybe we should go for it. Let's, we're going to have to try it F. And you're just like, I just storm out. I'm like, nope, nope, <laughs> leave the room. Just can't I, handle it. I think, you know, when we did um, our menstruation show, um, we talked about how, for some reason, it just seems like tampons are a bit of a cooler option than pads. Or, you know, people are, at school, they're like, you know, I would use tampons. You feel like, you know, a bit left out if you don't. I feel like with bras, there's a certain, like, part of the alphabet that's acceptable. And then it just gets way too big. <laughs> and you find it very difficult to find bras that size. And you just feel a bit cool embarrassed. bras that size. Yeah, yeah. And they feel embarrassed about telling like, people. You know, something that people have as a, an aim to have really big boobs though it's not you know it's not that terrible to go up to like k z it's terrible for your back well i think yeah. um lily had some gripes that she sent us actually like all the way from papua new guinea lily has sent us some information about her her breasts and her gripes to do with her breasts so maybe we could listen to that right now hopefully i don't not wear bras for feminist reasons but for practical reasons also i learned recently that the bra burning movement is actually a myth I like the fact that my boobs don't require a bra for support. My gripe is that nipples, when they can be seen through clothes, are socially unacceptable. So sometimes I have to wear an extra t-shirt or one of those elastic bras for the sole purpose of covering my nipples. And I find those elastic bras make my boobs feel itchy and squashed. I've never felt comfortable seeing cleavage. Side boob, on the other hand, doesn't bother me. 
very in-depth and thorough report from from Lily all the way in the field in Papua New Guinea. Maybe she's having quite a bad day. I don't know. <laughs> you know, like a field reporter. Is that, yeah, do you know yeah. What I mean? Not like literally in a field. Um, but yeah, we've got a lot of opinions there. Side boob acceptable, cleavage unacceptable. Good to know. Um, so I wanted to ask everyone: Did you want boobs when you were younger? Like, was it something you aspired to? Did you think that they were like a kind of symbol of like femininity or a social status? or maturity or something? Like, were you like, I can't wait to get my boobs? Definitely maturity. One of my best friends got her boobs in like year five at school. So like age nine, she's early developer. So when you're at that age where you compare yourself with other people, I think it inevitably does become a bit of a grown up thing. But also um, we used to every weekend go to some friends, my parents, and we'd watch Baywatch every weekend. That was like a big part of what we did. It's an outrageous oh. program, isn't it? Like, how I know. Was that like a family fun program. But it was like 5 p.m. on a Sunday. And gladiators as well, you know. So, like, Jet and early Atari. Yeah. yeah, so like very kind of, you know, like sort of statuesque, um, well endowed women sort of like littered the kind of, you know, TV landscape back then. And um, I used to see like my uh, my mum's Bravo Simo catalogue because she's also a larger busted lady. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I always wanted boobs. And I used to, because I was very slim and, you know, didn't start my periods until I was about 14 or whatever. I didn't really have boobs for quite a while. And I thought I was going to be flat chested forever. And it really upset me. And I used to, you know, lie in bed worrying about it did like, you do the old I must I must I must improvise I literally knew you were going to say that <laughs> I Is almost was it? about to say you're looking at me like you're going to ask me you know daddy are you there it's me Margaret but what's the answer did you do uh, it I may have done some exercises to make my boobs bigger at one time but what, and they sometimes. were <laughs> so they appeared <laughs> over the summer ho- <laughs> 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 they appeared over the summer holidays between first and second year of GCSEs and literally within six weeks they were so much bigger and I because it was a quick process I had really bad well what I thought were bad looking stretch marks and I was really self-conscious so it was like the double whammy of not being used to having big boobs and suddenly having them come out of nowhere and then feeling really upset by them as well so it took a long time to get over that um Riff did you want boobs when you were younger did you I don't I don't remember thinking about that but I do remember there was one girl when we were like 10 who had big boobs and I remember being like we were all like sort of flies just swarming around her and we were all sort of like quite attracted like magnetically (laughs) to her because we were just sort of like so amazed by this girl who was so much more formed than us even though she was our age so I remember that but I don't remember particularly like wanting them and do you remember when you first got your boobs? You, had a, you a know. Tail <laughs> no, tell us spontaneous story. All right, spontaneous story. Um, I think that I first got my boobs when I was at a brownie sports event race with like, you know, where you get in a sack or you join three legs or whatever. It's really and, uh, sack My race, friend Ellie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you get a sack or you join your legs up. Whatever. Too cool to remember what those what races are called. It's a sack race. Really. Yeah, you yeah. love sack the brownies, race, didn't you? Yeah. Um, my friend Ellie uh, pinched me so hard on my boob that uh, it gave me a bruise about as big as my nipple. And, and then from that bruise grew my boobs. I'm, I'm convinced. <laughs> Quick question: Was it? Did you just get one boob? <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the thing. This is why I this think maybe it was all just coincidence. Because obviously, I, I developed two, but you know, you never know. Could have been the pinch that pushed me over. Um, I think I got my boobs when I was like twelve, possibly. 
Like, yeah, I think they just got there. All of a sudden, I was like a B cup. I wasn't mm. happy about it at all. Like, definitely not happy about getting boobs. And I remember I didn't. I like put off wearing a bra for ages, which now I regret. Um, that doesn't yeah. really make a difference, though. I in you my think mind it, it makes does. A difference. I don't know. It's hard to know, isn't it? I read some advice in Cosmo, obviously, when I was younger that Incredible you should advice. wear um, a non-underwired bra at night time so that your boobs like don't go saggy which is absolutely ridiculous like you know when you go to bed like you shouldn't feel like you have to wear a bra in bed. I think yeah, I used to sleep in a bra sad. actually but actually it hurts quite a lot to yeah me it was awful I persevered for about a year because I was so worried about it I actually remember like at, at secondary school um in the changing rooms this is quite embarrassing but if if not to discuss it now when will I discuss this with anyone <laughs> um and like getting changed and the girls were just like you should probably get a bra, like, you've got boobs. And I was like, no, I don't need a bra. Like, I was being told by other people that I need to get one, but I just wasn't having it. I think I was just trying to... I don't know if I was, like, upset about growing up or, like, didn't like these growths or didn't like that it was, like, kind of womanly, but I definitely was not into the fact that I got boobs. But it is embarrassing because it becomes a big talking point and your body becomes very public. So I suppose it's like, you know, if a guy is finding they're having, like, a sort of accident, unintended erections or voice breaking like it's something that you know it gets commented on like my mum um inadvertently really embarrassed me at a family party where one of my elderly aunts who was probably just really excited was like oh she looks so grown up and womanly which is you know dropping big hint want to talk about her boobs my mum just like yelled across the room she's a b-cup now like you know not just even thinking that that would be the most mortifying thing like you just suddenly feel like everyone notices this embarrassing thing about you um do you think like looking back that like did your mum want you to go bra shopping and stuff or was she just kind of letting you do it at your own pace I think it was only when everyone was like you need to get a bra that I was like oh I probably should get a bra and I remember getting fitted for a bra at one point like my maybe not my first bra but I remember like like the kind of the lady was like um, measuring around the ribs and was like, "Oh, you're very small here," and then like went up to like do the boobs and was like, "Oh, but you're rather large <laughs> up there." And I was like, "I don't want to hear that. No way." And it was so embarrassing. But I guess that actually was a bit exciting as well because I was like, "Oh, I do have." Yeah, boobs. it was exciting. It was like a new but, novelty, I guess. Mm. Um. So but, w- yeah. So I guess we've kind of talked about getting your first bra, have we? When did you get your first bra? No, we haven't. Well, I just I do you remember Etam? I've just suddenly yeah. remembered Etam. That's where I got mine from. And this, I, like, I can imagine if I saw them now, they'd be so cute to look at. They were like those little ones that like <laughs> a training bra. Yeah, like a training bra. <laughs> yeah. They were so good. Is that still around now? I don't know. I, I used to shop in Etam. I, I got my first pair of platforms from yeah, Etam. I think I did as well. <laughs> Union Jack. Year seven, no. <laughs> it's really year seven prom. Um, <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I my first bra, I didn't really need a bra. It was like, I was so flat-chested. Um, it was like a kind of, you know, it looked like a grown-up bra, but it was designed f- for a child. Like, they just, I don't, you know, now I think people are more kind of aware that maybe that isn't a good thing, but there was a bit of a craze and everyone wanted to have a bra and even if you weren't that developed, like, you could go and buy something to, like, get you used to it and it had, like, underwires, even though I was completely flat-chested. So I was, like, 10 it's really odd. I think I back. skipped that training breast stage and went straight into the like underwire, hefty, yeah, heavy procedure, proper <laughs> bra. Where do you stop wearing a bra now? I just think, well, okay, I don't think I could 
because of how big my boobs are. Like, I think it would just be so uncomfortable. And also people would be like, what am I looking at? Like, <laughs> you're like where, where is it? Like, I remember, this is so embarrassing, but it's just think it's good to get out. I remember like once like sitting around my house, not wearing a bra. And like, I often, like I wouldn't normally wear a bra around my house, but like sometimes I just think I'm in my own home. I can do what I want. Yeah, I've got like housemates around, but they can just deal with it. Um, but then I remember like kind of leaning over once and my husband being like, what am I looking at? Like, is that your boob? Or is that like, <laughs> your, whatever your body is that? And I was just like, it's no. not where it's meant to be. I was like, that was so embarrassing. Oh. But also just like, who cares, I guess. You know, like that's what happens yeah. when you've got big boobs. They're just everywhere. I think it's Lily true. made an interesting point about the Did she? social, <laughs> <laughs> not here to defend herself, <laughs> about the social, um, what she sees as being, the social kind of unacceptability of like having your nipples out so like people a lot of people wear bras so that you don't see your nipple as much and if you're wearing like a white t-shirt people can't like actually see if you know you're in bright lighting um your nipple because that's sort of seemed to be like quite a sexualized thing like to go to work without wearing a bra so your boobs like jiggling around but that's kind of ridiculous like I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't feel comfortable going out without a bra on. I've actually not left the house without a bra on since I was, yeah, 10 years old. That kind of freaks me out that I feel like I have to do that. I find it quite liberating because I think that that is the point where I'm kind of like, I obviously don't care about how I look because I hate the way I look without a bra. Like, I I hate it. But at the same time, it's like, if I'm going to a news agent or something, it doesn't really matter. And it's good to, like, force myself to do that sometimes. Or, like, walking around the house in my pyjamas and being like, it doesn't matter and I need to know that it doesn't matter. I don't know, Ruth, do you ever go braless? I do, but I actually find it uncomfortable. I have no problem with going braless. I tell you what, leotards, they're the one, and it doesn't matter how saggy your boobs are, your boobs look amazing. Like, amazing. I don't I don't think that'll work for me. No, me either. Trust me, it works for everyone. So yeah, you can go braless with them. They're how great. does that hold your boobs up? Because it's it's quite tight and it's all in one go. I think that might just push me off. Yeah, I don't like saggy boobs, but it works. With tr- I look like a... Baywatch babe with this <laughs> leotard on. <laughs> Excellent tip. Um, oh, but I tell you what I've done is go from really nice bras to um, a nude coloured sports bra that I bought from Asda about six years ago that I think I washed six years ago and I just wear that all the time. It feels like I'm wearing that. I might, I might be wearing it now. No, I'm not. I'm wearing an equally disgusting bra. But no, <laughs> mm. What colour is the nude Asda bra now then if you haven't washed it's it like in six years? It's like sort of grey. <laughs> do you whip it out on like hot dates do you know what actually I went on a first date a few weeks ago and uh, I actually wore the bra because it makes my boobs look amazing I was expecting you know him to not see the bra he saw the bra he wasn't impressed by the bra it was not good <laughs> <laughs> they're very expensive like you know yeah that's the thing I've got three and they nearly bankrupted me buying them all recently anyway. and uncomfortable like you can't you don't look good with clothes on with nice bras I think I think that's also yeah you see the little yeah. light yeah the lace patterns that's a gripe the line of your bra yeah. visible bra line people I mean, don't talk about it a lot of people it, write in saying that they have really enjoyed yeah like the underwired um, non-underwired bras and bralettes which are a bit of a new thing yeah I've never heard bralettes what is a bralette so it's like a mix between a bra and a crop top it's not wired so it's that oh, kind of lacy crop top thing you can wear it over a bra if you want your like clothing to look less revealing like say you think you've got a low top on and you don't yeah, want people yeah. seeing the side or the straps but you could just wear it as a bra potentially um has our view on our own boobs changed over time so we talked about how we felt when we first got them how do we feel now i i do like mine apart from the size like i feel like the size inhibits me a lot like 
public, you know, in public and the type of clothes that I can wear. How do you feel? This is a personal question. When you're having sex and you're on top and you're not wearing a bra, doesn't oh. that stress you out? I absolutely hate it. Oh yeah, it. you've got to hold them. You've got to hold them. I'm like, this is permanent damage. It's like, you know, if the muscles damage beyond repair, it's, you know. It, you like, think I it's feel, permanent damage? I'm just worried about like, like, knocking someone out with it. No, I just feel like it's, you know, like stretching right there. And like it hurts because like they're, you know, they're getting like a good distance of going up without and down. a sports bar like <laughs> <there's one> <laughs> dangerous <laughs> you're doing that much exercise but with no nothing yeah. no support yeah so true, like yeah. i always just go for the hold i'm doing yeah, it now like protectively um obviously our listeners can't see that but i'm literally grabbing my boots but yeah i can't let them go free they'll never go yeah. free in that way um i always try and make it look sexy like it, it's a move but actually it's just, <laughs> it's just strategy <laughs> Um, okay, do we feel like our types of boobs are, we all have different types of boobs, obviously, but are adequately like represented in the media? Like, are there any times when you look at boobs on TV and you're like, that's what mine look like? I struggled to think. A lot of my one. male friends can say that you can always tell, like, um, if you happen to see a kind of naked woman on some form of, you know, film or whatever, that you can tell what like decade it is because of the style of like boob job that they might have because obviously like boob fashions come and go I feel like in the 90s especially they were quite into like very round and like high boobs because like it was kind of like very obvious implants and when you grow up with like kind of celebrities having that type of breast like I always just thought that mine were definitely like quite like saggy in comparison and now I realize that like that is just ridiculous like they're all fake boobs like those kind of images that you see in like magazines and stuff but surprisingly it took me a long time to realize that I think mm. I'm still I still feel that the only person I could think of was like you know in girls Hannah she always gets her boobs out yeah the main girl in girls yeah and like those are quite like you know natural average looking boobs but that's the only person I can think of. Yeah, I yeah. can't think of anyone. Well, so someone wrote in, Olivia, said that there's a website that she found when she was a teenager, which is called, it's, I think it's naturalboobs.com or something like that. But it's a collection of people, women, who've just sent in photos of their breasts. And it's got I like, like that website, hundreds yeah. and hundreds, thousands. And they're all totally different because there is huge variation. And, um, you know, all different sizes, different types of nipples as well. Um, and when you look at that, you realise just how unrepresentative general media or pornography or whatever is. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think still kind of getting used to that. Um, has anyone ever made a boob of themselves or had a <laughs> bra faux pas? <laughs> Any embarrassing tit stories? Yeah, um... I accidentally my one of my boobs fell out um <laughs> like out of my bra and my top while I was so I was at um a boat race and the two rowing boats were going past <laughs> and I was like cheering one of them on so while I'm standing on the bank of the river oh God. I just stood there and was like jumping up and down and noticed that quite a few like you're meant to look ahead when you're rowing obviously a few pe heads like turned <laughs> and I was with my two friends and one of them was like oh my god your tit is out and I looked down <laughs> and I just hadn't noticed that my whole breast was out like just totally in public I was surrounded by people like drunk I don't even know how it even now I don't know how it happened it wasn't even that revealing a bra like evidently it was, it was. 
Yeah, but like my whole boob went out. So that's the only time one of them's like actually just totally revealed itself. <laughs> so I made a real boob of myself there. Yeah, classic. Yeah. Well, what about you? Is any boob for pants? Um, considering I make a boob out of myself a lot, it's never directly linked to my breasts. Sorry to disappoint you there. That's, that's fair, that build up. Um, yeah, well, I think like something that we actually, Catherine and I both talked about on our underwear episode, because um, we were the kind of bigger breasted versus the slightly more flatter chested in, the, in, in our old incarnation of the four of us. And we were kind of saying, oh my God, don't you hate it when you get a four boob situation where like, you know, so your bra's sticking in and it creates a four boob effect. And the other two just had no idea what we were talking about. Yeah. never experienced that it's a whole new role for them but it looks awful but that's the choice you make do you want the bra that looks nice or the bra that fits you and the bra that fits you is that honest conversation with the person who's measuring you where you're mm. like right okay, now it's I'm a double stuck F. with yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm stuck then. with a really expensive range that looks rubbish <laughs> so it's um, sacrifice isn't it um, we also wanted to briefly just talk about the kind of like on a more serious topic kind of pinkification because I know, Catherine, you used to work at Breakthrough Breast Cancer. Yeah. And maybe you could tell us a bit about that. Yeah. So I think um, a lot of people um, have noticed that a lot of breast cancer charities tend to focus mostly on like female breast cancer. It is much more common in women. It's like the most common um, type of cancer that you'd be diagnosed with in the UK. But 400 men on average are diagnosed with breast cancer a year. So if you, you know, a lot of the breast cancer charities, they're very pink. It's kind of known as being like the pink fog. So like October's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And, you know, you've got like pink um, dressing up things, um, shops, um, like chains will do items for sale that give a percentage of profits and they're all pink. And that can be quite alienating because it's sort of tied to being really girly, like a lot of the fundraisers. Um, that people do are kind of based around like wearing say sexy bras and doing like a sponsored run or something and that's not for everyone and I absolutely love the charity that I work for and they do amazing work but I do think that um, it's quite interesting that now there's a bit of a movement away from that so one of the charities called Breast Cancer Care recently rebranded to kind of um, they've gone like orange um, and I think that's to kind of distance themselves and I see that as being a bit more inclusive um, I, I don't know how you feel about that, like whether you find the kind of pink stuff a bit alienating. I think it kind of just like, I think quite a lot of breast cancer campaigns try and either like infantilize mm. the kind of situation or like sex sex it up a bit. Like yeah. I know a lot of American ones say things like save your tatas and stuff like that. And it's just kind of gross. And also yeah. like sexualizing something that like, I don't know, it's obviously a really serious issue. And also kind of adding to the fact that people think it's a very sexual thing, then I think when people do have to have things like mastectomies and things like that, then I think they do have fears about like losing their femininity or their sexuality or things. Yeah. And so I don't know. I don't think it really helps that. Um, so you could um, give us quickly the five signs to yeah. look out for. Most people only know one of them, which is um, checking for a lump. But that is um, actually not always one of the most common symptoms. So you want to look for a lump you might um, see it but you might not be able to see it and only feel it so just look for any kind of um, feeling of a lump or unusual thickening of the skin um, appearance or direction of the nipple changing so for example if your nipple suddenly becomes inverted get that checked out nipple discharge can also be a symptom um, a change of color or rash or crusting of the skin as well and general change of skin texture so for example dimpling or puckering that wasn't there before and all of those things could be signs of something else but you definitely if you have them and it's something different get it checked out and you can download the app iBreast Check which is Breakthrough Breast Cancer's um, 
breast checking app um, and it will talk you through how to do it and set an automatic reminder every month on your phone. I think that's all we have time for. We didn't even get onto nipples. Um, that's probably <laughs> a whole show on that for next week, maybe. Um, okay, I guess, well, that's all we have time for. So thanks, Ruth, for joining us. Thanks, for Ruth. Your thanks for having excellent me. Excellent input. And Catherine, can you do all the stuff that I can Find do? us on Twitter, at VRW Radio. We're on Facebook, Very Loose Women. Um, we're actually, you can listen to our podcast on iTunes, but we're also via the new app, Acast. Um, so if you want to download that, then you can find us on there too. And I think we're going to end the show with Shakira, whenever, wherever, wherever, whenever. It's a great line in it, which is, lucky that my breasts are small and humble, so you don't confuse them with mountains. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Lucky that my lips not only mumble, cause girl kisses like a thumb. Lucky that my breasts are small and humble, so you don't confuse them with mountains. Lucky I'm strong legs like my mother, to run for cover when I need it. I face to eyes that for no other, the day you leave will cry a For full versions of our shows, check out verylosewomen.wordpress.com. This program was brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. Visit our website at resonancefm.com to hear our vast range of original 24-7 broadcasts. Resonance is a not-for-profit broadcast platform and relies on public support. If you like what you've heard, make a secure donation at resonancefm.com.